What's up, everybody? This is Transcending Sport. My name is Rob Cruz. I'm your host. This next episode, episode number 16, I interviewed Mike Berenger. He is the founder and the owner of Rapid Sports Performance in Atlanta, Georgia area. This is a personal interview because about six, maybe eight months ago, I went on this quest to try to find the right trainer for somebody that I really care about. And I, was, and I wanted her to be in the right situation. I didn't want her to just go to any random dude with a whistle and some cones and some speed ladders. I wanted her to go to someone who un- actually understood the body, who understood why they were creating a specific workout that was customized to what her needs were. And I did so much research and I, bottom line is I couldn't find anyone it was too hard for me to find someone in Georgia. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, <laughs> it should be easy to find someone in a place where there's so many elite athletes. However, um, my journey led me to, finally, my journey led me to rapid sports performance, um, home, training home to so many major league baseball players, so many elite players. They also have partnerships with physical therapists and and doctors where they collaborate on site to meet all of the needs of their athletes. This interview is the first of many to come, and I'm looking forward to the relationship between myself, my company, Complete Game, and Rapid Sports Performance. Here we go. Welcome to the Transcending Sport Podcast with Rob Cruz, an audio experience bringing you interviews, conversations, and more from some of the most intriguing personalities in the sports world. And now, your host, Rob Cruz. What's up, everybody? It's Rob Cruz. This is Transcending Sport. My guest is Mike Berenger. He is the founder and CEO of Rapid Sports Performance out in Woodstock, Georgia, and Roswell, Georgia. Thanks, and welcome to the show. Hey, Rob. How are you doing today? I'm great, man. I'm doing great. Looking forward to uh, to kicking this off. So That's great. I'm, I'm glad you were able to get on today, and I, I really wanted to, I think my goal for the, this, this, and this is a situation where, you know, I'm working in softball a lot. Um, you obviously you're working you know, primarily in baseball right now with, with with about I think you said about eighty percent baseball, maybe twenty percent other sports, and you got some softball players coming in down in Georgia, and I you know I'm I'm trying to get to the point where the softball community is really really educated in the area of full body assessments and understanding what that means, so that when they do have a trainer, they're able to understand how their distinct movement patterns, individual movement patterns can affect how they perform on the field. So I wanted to get into um, just kind of how you started rapid sports and what led you, led you down this road, you know, and all that stuff. So can you just tell us a little bit about you and maybe, maybe where you went to school and how you got, how you got into the field. And, sure. Yep. I probably have a very unique story, to be honest with you. Um, you know, basically, I'm, I'm 48 years old, and I went to school for mechanical engineering. So, you know, I was this guy who was good in math and science, didn't know what I wanted to do. My brother-in-law is an um, engineer for General Motors, and, you know, I, I spent 
not knowing what I wanted to do, I just kind of was like, okay, you know, he's an engineer. I'm good in math and science. It made sense at the time. Went to school up in Rochester, New York, uh, at RIT, and, um, you know, basically moved down after school, went down to uh, Atlanta here. And uh, that was basically, I want to say about 1996. So the Olympics were here. And uh, got involved with uh, Lucent Technologies, a telecommunications company at the time, and did engineering work for about almost six years there. Um, during that time, I absolutely hated it. Yep. Uh, it wasn't for me. Um, I was always always in the gym, working out. Um, that's where my drive and passion was. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, I think after a year, two or three, I was like, you know, being an engineer, I was like, you know, I had to do something different with my life, and I didn't know what what that was. Um, but I knew that, you know, I put all my energy into training. And anyways, I opted. It's, it's, a, it's kind of an odd story, but, you know, telecommunications started to go downhill, and I opted to get laid off and um, got a little bit of a severance package and uh, basically <laughs> bought a bunch of equipment, put it in the backseat of my car, and started training uh started training out of uh out of fields and um, working with athletes i at the time at, at lucent i was actually researching um you know what i could on the internet about training and athletic training because you know i, I love sports i played baseball in, in high school and uh didn't love it enough to play in college although i could have at a, at a low level you know at a, like a division three school and Nothing competitive, but you know, it just it was the drive wasn't there. So, anyways, I you know I I decided to just study this on the side when I was working at uh, at Lucent, and um, you know, got out and started training kids at, at like 10, 11 years old, and you know that's how I that's how I started, and you know, gosh, I was in like two thousand, I want to say about two thousand one, two thousand two, and you know, surprisingly enough, here we are today, and it's grown, you know, from you know, having no overhead, uh, working in a field with like, you know, 10, 11 year old kids to now working with about 40 professional baseball players and having two locations and, you know, starting to see my business scale. That's so, great. It's a lot of fun, but it's, it's been a hell of a journey to be honest with you. It's just, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of failure along the way, but, you know, good learning experiences and, you know, things are, things are definitely moving in the right direction for me. That's great. So uh, I had an opportunity to visit your Woodstock location. Um, very impressive space. The energy in that facility, I felt, I felt the energy like people were there to get to get it done. People were in there to work. You know, then uh, obviously I met, yeah. I also met a few of your coaches and, and your trainers and one of them I'm, 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 I'm very close to uh, Dylan. I've known Dylan for a long time since he was in high school. Um, Dylan Wagman. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, I found I found that uh, I also saw that you there's there's like physical therapists in there. Was that was yeah, that was that so like phys- yeah. yeah? Go ahead. We have a partnership with uh, PG Orthopedics uh, here in Atlanta. It's a physician-owned um, you know company, and basically you know I think they have like thirty-seven. I want to say somewhere between thirty-five and forty. Um, physicians working for them and and they have a physical therapy group as well and it made sense uh to get them um to have this relationship because um i'm I'm good friends with troy jones who 
who was a physical therapist. He was a physical therapist with the Braves um, for about six years in Orlando. And uh, when he moved up to Atlanta, um, he got a job with uh, Peachtree Orthopedics, and we kept in touch. And he got me involved with the CEO, who you know we just put our minds together and see, you know, wanted to see if this thing, this relationship could work. And they subbed space from from me and. You know, it's been a great relationship. It, it started back in 2014, yeah. So about five years ago, and uh, yeah, things are great because I mean, he because he specializes in, in overhead throwing athletes. I mean, it just makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. So, so he it's quite a draw. I mean, we picked up numerous, um, I mean, numerous MLB players uh, just because you know Troy has all these this strong network, and I have when you have professional teams calling. Uh, to to rehab their guys, and then also uh, Dr. James Andrews, um, you know, referring patients to Troy. Um, that that pretty much speaks volumes for uh, the caliber of, of uh, therapists you have in there. Absolutely. So so, so t- take me through what it looks like for a 14 or 15 year old baseball or softball player who comes through the door. Looking to looking to get developed in whatever area, whether it's you know hitting or throwing, whatever rotational activity that they might be in, involved in, what does that look like? What's the first thing that happens? Yeah, um, I think you know, really, it's all about the assessment. First, you really have to find out what what are you dealing with. I mean, you know, there are some fourteen year olds who, you know, have met. Uh, their fitness level it's, it's not there i mean they, they've never stepped foot in the gym they've uh you know they've just been going on their sports skill and, and just playing baseball or softball and there's nothing wrong with that but we just got to figure out like where is this person at this point in time um what's their posture like what kind of instabilities do they have what kind of movement restrictions do they have um what's their level of fitness so you know it, in broad strokes you know we're going to learn a lot about that athlete on that day by doing a table assessment, um, looking at shoulder and hip range of motion, we're going to look at the posture, we're going to look at how their scap moves, and we're going to, you know, just get a good idea of, like, um, where they are at this point in time. And then, you know, we're going to take them on the floor, and we're just going to do some some general um, movements, like a squat pattern, uh, a hip hinge pattern, which is like a deadlift. Um, we're going to, you know, do, like, a lunge um, we're going to do various, these various exercises to kind of, you know, paint a picture of like where exactly is this athlete so that we know how to individualize the, the program for that person. You know, we want to make it as you know, specific as possible for the sports, for the gender, or where they are at this point in time. And, you know, if this, if this person needs to um, do a lot more mobility work um, on the front end. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of variables in this. And uh, we just, you know, try to, again, just get the, uh, a really good view of, of where that person's at and what we need to do. So really understanding what their needs are is, is the basics. And, and as, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, Georgia is such a hotbed and a hub for for athletes. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So, so, many, so many draft picks. I think Georgia, the state of Georgia had the most high school baseball draft picks out of any state in the country, uh, according to Baseball America. Uh, in softball, you have such a um, it's it's a it's a hotbed for softball. Obviously, you got so many players going to Power Five conferences. Very very lot, lots of talent, and I'm and I'm wondering why on the, especially on the softball side, 
um, so many athletes, the ones who are actually, you know, attending speed and agility courses and speed and agility activities have never been assessed. And many of them have never even heard of an assessment. How do we get people to understand why an assessment, why an assessment is important before, sure. before you, you're prescribed a workout? Well, let me just back up by saying, like, you know, you, you talked about draft picks and whatnot. And just to give your audience a little bit of, um, you know, shed some light on this, like, you know, we, you know, Atlanta is, is you know, big city, uh, hotbed for all different sports. But, you know, let's just talk baseball and softball. I mean, we had 14 first round draft picks in the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. <laughs> exactly. Um, right. Now, you know, I'm very proud to say that, of course, but um, I guess what I'm more proud of is that fact that, you know, it's about educating, it's about educating the masses, right? I yes. mean, I didn't start out day one having all these draft picks. I mean, it takes time to get your name out there and, and educate, um, you know, parents, coaches, um, even connecting ourselves with um, with orthopedic surgeons and, and really educating them on, like, you know, what our approach is and having a well-rounded approach where you have an assessment and you're really addressing what their needs are. And we're not, like, buying into all this, you know, I hate to say this, but all this crap that you, you, uh, you see on the Internet and what's the next sexy exercise that looks really cool. I mean, um, you know, we do a great job of like having a very comprehensive training approach and, you know, half the time it's, you know, especially getting the female softball player in, it's like, it's just getting down to the, to the basics. And when you add a little strength and power in the right places and you have good movements and you, and you really work the core, like it should be worked and, and having a neutral spine position and, and, and having balance in your training approach. And you start seeing, you know, them drive the ball, finally driving the ball with more power, uh, their first step quickness increases and things like that. So I guess, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's all about educating parents and educating players. And that takes time. And, you know, I put my time in with the baseball athletes, but, um, you know, now here we are in, you know, 2019 and, um, you know, we have 40 professional baseball players working with us and more than half of them are, are, are big league guys. Um, you know, the softball world in this area is starting to look and see what's rapid all about. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, because Atlanta is a big city and there's a lot of ex-athletes, ex-professional athletes, and um, a lot of collegiate athletes who who are, are done with college and they, and they want to get into this world, you know, you start seeing every, practically every gym doing their version of sports performance mm -hmm. and, you know, you have an ex-athlete, you know, putting up a building and, and putting a name on it. And, and next thing you know, they're, they're a sports perform performance guru. And you got to be careful with, um, with, uh, with all of these, all these facilities that, that open up. I mean, you just have to really educate yourself on, like, what you should be looking for mm -hmm. in, uh, in, a, in a training uh, establishment. And what are day, what I'm looking mm -hmm. to do with you is, is, is basically educate, you know, parents and players on what to look for and, um, how to go about getting yourself involved in a good training program. That's great. On that note, give me three questions 
that someone should ask when, when they're when they're looking for a place to train? Like, what are the, what are those things that they should be looking for? Top three questions. Yeah. Um, gosh, three questions. <laughs> I would just understand what the pro- no. I would understand what the process is. Just like you're asking me, what is our process? Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you what I would do as a parent. I would I would try to understand like you know you want to first look for you know is there some type of an assessment? And I'm not talking about an assessment that's like oh yeah we assess your athletes and we're going to see how fast they run or how high they jump. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah that's a performance kind of assessment where yeah. you want to see like what's their baseline performance. That's numbers. baseline, right? That's one thing. But when I, when I talk about assessment or evaluation, it goes along with like looking at, you know, you know, that particular individual, like are, you know, is there, do they have, are they tight in one particular area? Do they need to be stretching that area? Do they need to be uh, strengthening a particular area? Like you just want a little bit of a, you just want to dive deeper. I mean, a, a lot of places, unfortunately, They'll just say, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, assess your athlete, and then what they're going to do is see how fast they run, how high they jump, and then they're going to be lumped into a huge group, and everyone's going to train the same. And listen, there's nothing wrong with doing that, but you, you need to understand, like, you're only going to get so much out of that, and that may not be the right path uh, for you. I mean, so, um, you know, that's one thing is just finding out, like, what is the process? Yeah. And, that process should look like an assessment. And then, you know, that assessment should include like a movement assessment. Um, so that, that's, that's the number one thing. And number two thing is just making sure like the trainers um, or the performance coaches, like what's their background? Yes. I mean, I hate to say this, but oftentimes you're going to see these performance coaches be, uh, and, and, and listen, I mean, I, I, I have an engineering background. I didn't go to school for exercise science. So some people can sit there and challenge me on, on, on a lot of these topics. But, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, like I've proven myself that, um, you know, you can sit there and you can do these certifications. You can follow the, the gurus that are out there that have been around for a decade. That is, uh, you know, and learn a lot from them. Um, so, you know, I'm always trying to strive to, to, to be, better each each and every year um but you know you have to look at their backgrounds you have to look and say hey are they certified what are their what are good certifications that are out there i know it can get really um hairy as far as like you know what is a good certification what i mean there's a number of certifications out there the nsca is good um you know if you have a strength conditioning specialist that's that's even better um uh, the NASM uh, has a performance enhancement uh, coaching system out there. That's good. Um, but, you know, I, 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 I'm sorry, Rob. I think I can only come up with a, with a couple there. But, you know, you know, <laughs> We're good. You want to look at their, look at their, uh, their coach's ability. And, okay, here's a third one, too, okay? This is what I recommend everybody doing is take the time to sit in on – maybe an evaluation or sit in on a, on a, on a, on an actual session and look for these things. I mean, if the trainer is sitting there checking, you know, his, his text messages, you know, every 10 minutes and there's a problem there. And if you don't see the attention to detail in, in the, in the training, then that's another red flag. So, you know, immerse yourself in this a little bit. I mean, as parents, you have to really, you know, Unfortunately, you know, you do have to dive in a little bit deeper with this and you have to look 
and see what am I going to get my son or my daughter involved in. And you just have to check out the process and you have to actually experience it. And experiencing it means maybe sitting in on a session and kind of going in incognito and, and just so that they know you're not there and putting a show on for you. You know, if you can slide in and check out how they operate when no one's really watching per se, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's good. So, that's I like that. I like that. That's great. Cuz cuz I find I find that you have you have the facilities that are they have the they may have the the uh, trainers who don't have the background. Um and people who don't do their homework won't know the difference between good versus mediocre. So exactly. and many people exactly. just follow the leader. So it's like I didn't do my yeah. research, but this is where everybody goes, so I'm just going to go. But everybody goes to McDonald's. Right. To everybody goes to McDonald's to too. <laughs> right, exactly. And so I think I think that's that's key. So you mentioned background of the background of the of the trainers and background of the performance coaches. And what are what are some of the give me a couple of different qualities that, you know, in your experience in your hiring process over the past ten years, um, what were some of the personality qualities that a good trainer would have that makes them effective? In, in, in the ability to get, get athletes better and, and retain your clients? Sure, sure. <clears throat> well, you definitely have to have the same mindset of, like, they have to be driven and they have to be passionate. I mean, have a sincere, I guess the, the word is sincere passion to really want to work with kids of all ages, you know, mm -hmm. because, I mean, we, we like, we have 10-year-olds that walk in the door, then we have 30-year-old, you know, Major League Baseball players. So, you know, you, you've got to really be into this for the right reason. Yeah. And, you know, I've come across trainers where, hey, they only want to work with the, the high-level athlete. Well, you know what? I'm sorry, but in my world, that's not going to work, you know. And so, you know, you have to have that um, genuineness to want to get a player better, whether it's a girl, boy, 10 years old, or 30 years old, you know, I mean – you really got to want to be in this for the right reason. Um, you know, secondly, it's, it's about the attention to detail of everything because, you know, I, we separate ourselves from other training facilities. There's a differentiator there. And that differentiator is, is that, you know, not only about our process, um, which, you know, you're looking at a table assessment, you're looking at a great performance uh, assessment that involves some technology, but you're also looking at like these guys, spend a lot of time in really constructing just the right program for that athlete. And, um, you know, that, that's extremely important. Um, you know, so the attention to detail has to be there. And then, and then thirdly, you know, this goes outside of like the training world, but you know, they've got to be uh, a people person. I mean, unfortunately yeah. I've, I've had a lot of, a lot of trainers, um, that, had every letter after their name, they could run circles around me, uh, you know, with, with education and, and how the body works and all that. But at the end of the day, if they can't build relationships with the client, um, they're honestly no good. <laughs> they're no good to me. They have to have that balance between, Hey, I love what I do. You're going to see that. And then also, you know, I'm going to keep in touch with you. I'm really interested in how you're doing. Uh, are you connecting with me? Because if they don't connect with the trainer, you know, they're not going to learn. It's just like if you're in school. I mean, if you don't like your teacher, 
Hey, guess what? I, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that you're not going to have the same effectiveness teaching if you don't connect with the students. So uh, that, that's truly important. That's probably, that's probably at least 50% of the battle is making sure that, you know, you have that person who enjoys building relationships. Uh, they're very caring. They build relationships with the parents. And um, that's all I can say about all of our coaches. Like, they're very well-balanced. And that's yeah. what's really hard to find these days is, is that balance. You know, either you have someone who is highly educated, but they don't know how to, you know, build relationships and they, they're not really connecting with the individual. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I've hired some of those. And, and unfortunately, it doesn't, it, you know, I see that right off the bat. And it may last one or two months. But, um, yeah, so it's just, it's just having that balance is what's, what's key and what's made, honestly, what's made Rapid very successful is just it's all about your people. So that drives the culture. Uh, that drives everything. And I think the IQ, EQ, uh, you know, I have the intelligence, I have the knowledge and the book smarts and I know what I, I know what I got to do. I know, I know what I'm talking about coach, (laughs) but I got to be able to be relatable to people and, and have that emotional intelligence as well to be able to connect. And and because this is a, this is a a personality driven, um, business. You have, you have to be able to, even on what I do, it's the same thing. Like there's so many coaches that oh, think absolutely. because just because they know so much that they're going to be good. But a lot of times the people who don't know as much can be more effective right. in, in the way that the, the play, those players and those athletes want to go all out for you because of how much they care about you and, and how they see how much you care about them. So that's pretty good. I, I love that. So um, I'm going to, you know, I, I really wanted to just introduce you to my audience because obviously we're going to be doing many, many more podcasts and our educational series. We're going to be, you know, talking about different topics like uh, ranging from nutrition to sleep uh, to um, injury, injury, injury prevention and phys- physical therapy and arm care and for people who are throwing sure. and generating more rotational velocity. And we're going to get into so many more things. Um, so, you know, this was the, me kind of introducing, uh, Mike Berenger, who is the founder of Rapid Sports Performance in Woodstock, Georgia and Roswell, Georgia. And he's going to be working with us to help educate, um, baseball and softball world on what it takes to be a super elite athlete and the work ethic necessary and understanding the body and understanding the, the proper exercises and regiment and putting it all together to become the best version of yourself possible. And Mike, I want to thank you for coming on to, onto the podcast today. And if you could could just really quickly just give us uh, how do we get in touch with you? How do we follow you on social? Sure, sure, sure. Or email sure. or whatever uh, works. Or, or all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rob, I, first off, thanks a lot for having me. I think um, you're doing a great thing with, with, you know, educating, you know, not only your your softball community, but hopefully we – you know, we really get some good outreach and, and educate more people on the fact that um, they need to be searching for, you know, the right performance coaches or the right hitting coaches and what to look for and all that stuff. Yes. So I think a lot, of, a lot of parents miss the boat on that. So I think, um, I think I'm really excited about, um, you know, some future podcasts and diving into the weeds a little bit on all those topics that you discussed. But um, let's see, as far as Rapid goes, uh, really easy, Rapid Sports performance 
com is the website. And, um, you know, that's where you can find me. And as far as like, you know, um, Instagram is concerned and you gotta be, you gotta, uh, excuse me on this because I'm not the social media guru of the <laughs> bunch here, but, uh, I think it's at rapid sports is the uh, Instagram and, um, and gosh, I tell you what, and Twitter, I have got to look. <laughs> that's I'm pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty it's good. All, it's all on my website. I tell you that. Yeah, you're good. But, uh, uh, it's, you it's, go it's, it's actually at, .com, you'll be able to, on Instagram, it's actually at rapid sports. Yep. Okay, so you were right and on that one. Twitter is at Rapid Sports GA for Georgia. So at Rapid Sports, that's with an S at the end, and then GA at Rapid Sports GA is the Twitter handle. Great. So you guys can reach out um, to Mike Barringer, and either him or one of his staff will get back to you with regards to questions, concerns. Um, they are really committed to the process of developing athletes and educating athletes. So there would be no problem in you getting a, a, a call back or, or an answer there. Absolutely. Mike, again, I really appreciate you being on the show today. And we are going to bring you back, obviously. And we got some things in the pipeline that we're doing together in collaboration that we're going to be bringing to the public. I'm really excited about that as yes, well. Sir. And you have a terrific day. And we will catch up soon. Sounds good, Rob. Thanks for having me. Take care, okay? No problem. Rob Cruz, Transcending Sports, signing out.